Welcome to Stress-Free Living with Ratanjit Sadi. I'm Ray Samaj. Thank you so much for being with us. Ratanjit, how are you today? Wonderful, Ray. How are you? Very well, thank you. Although, probably like everybody else, not only in America, but around the world, frustrated by the lack of leadership that is trying to get us through these difficult times and seemingly making it more difficult because of the decisions that are being made or the decisions not being made. So even though we've talked in the past about leadership, I hope today we can talk more about it. Maybe we need to start somewhere in establishing what true leadership is all about. Ultimately, leadership comes from leading yourself. And if we keep on looking for leader outside, we will forever be looking for those. Whereas the true leader resides within you, within me, within everyone. If we know and understand the art of leading ourselves, we automatically provide the leadership. But if we do not know who in me leads what in me, then I'm going to end up on the wrong path. I can have my ego, my insecurity, my greed end up leading me. And that's what happens to most of us. See, our five senses, which are basically given to this human body, are parked in ego, parked in insecurity, parked in greed. If we only operate from these five senses, we will never be able to even conceive what is leadership. The true leadership is part in the sixth sense. And until we realize what that sixth sense is, and how do we empower that sixth sense, how we allow that sixth sense to lead us, we cannot be a leader. So leadership does not exist anywhere outside of each one of us. It is our responsibility to lead ourselves first. And if we begin to lead ourselves, the whole world would be led properly. In preparation for this today, I, I went out and just did some research to find out what people say about leadership and what leaders who are conducting the seminars and have created the CDs, et cetera, et cetera, what is unique about them. And I don't see a lot of difference between all of the different programs that are out there, all of the different people who are professed to be the leaders. That's why I, I still need to go back to my first question right. in terms of, of who you are. Now, obviously, you've, you've shared your thoughts about what makes a leader, which we want to go further into, much further into. But is it the fact that you have grasped this? Is it the fact that you understand this and have lived this? that puts you in a position where people should therefore listen to you? See, this is a journey, Ray. And I have found enormous amount of benefit from this journey. I have just recently completed my personal biography in a book which is called How Oneness Changes Everything. And once you go into the sixth sense, and understand what that divine wisdom, which is whether you call it divine wisdom or universal wisdom or scientific energy or whatever name you place on it or whether you call it God, 
is where the ultimate wisdom lies and which exists in all of us. We do have power within us and that power is connected to every universal wisdom. That is where the sixth sense lies. And if you let the sixth sense be the leader and place your brain as its servant, then only you are in a position to lead anything. Because brain is a very powerful instrument. If you tell this brain, okay, look, find a solution for this. It may initially say, well, I don't have this information. You say, no, you have no choice. You've got to go figure it out. Find a solution. And it'll surprise you. It'll be able to search. It'll be able to find the solution for you. But right now, parked in my ego, parked in my insecurity, parked in my greed, all I'm asking this brain is to find me situations which satisfy my greed, satisfy my fear. So that is what we are engaging our powerful brain into. So our leadership is tainted by these requirements. Again, when I did look into all of the other leadership type of programs, they all were very practical. Everybody thinks about the, the aspects that you refer to as being in the brain. Okay, nobody refers, or very, very few, refer to something as spiritual sounding as a sixth sense. Is that why the other programs aren't working? I mean, is that why, in, in, all, in all candor, there are thousands and thousands of people saying why this makes you a leader, and yet we still have a huge void of leadership? But in other sense, Ray, if you want to have leadership, you need crutches. You need a title. Somebody has to elect you. You need to have all kinds of degrees after your name so that you qualify that I am the leader. Can you name a leader who really led this world without any of these crutches? Why can't you lead without titles? Was there anyone in history who led without titles? I guess Gandhi. Gandhi did. Gandhi is an example. He never was elected to any position. And nobody in our history of human life has ever been able to free up a country without lifting a bullet or a stick or anything. That's how powerful that leadership is. Once you integrate within the power which exists right within you, and allow it to lead. So in religious sense, you are asking God to lead. You have to understand that each one of us has the power within us. And as we have talked about earlier, there are three parts of us, your human body, your intellect, your brain, and you, which provides life or which is power within you, whatever you want to call it, whether you call it soul, which is connected to the super soul, supreme soul. But that power within you, the real you, only would engage itself if your project, your vision, is embedded in oneness. If your purpose, 
is such that it is going to add value to everyone. Highest value. The higher the value you add to your bigger one, to your society, to your environment, you can engage the real you. So once you engage the real you, it bypasses all your ego. So if you are a head of research with big ego, but if I reached you, the real you in you, which is away from ego, I got you completely involved in the project. If that happens, when you see this lofty vision, you are going to make so much difference to so many people. Say, I'm in. It doesn't matter who gets the credit. Overcoming people who think they are good leaders right. and have therefore built up a huge ego to go along with a legitimate accumulation of, of education and honors and experience and degrees. So you can understand, I'm not justifying the ego, but you can understand why right. it's there right. because they are so high. And the bigger the organization, the more successful the organization that you're working with, so the more of these type of people that are around you, it makes it harder and harder to get those people on the same page because they are so strong and understandably egotistical about right. their accomplishments. Right. So right. They, they close their mind in terms of, of many suggestions and, and, and opportunities. But what I think I hear you saying though is that if you present such an incredibly lofty vision, yes. then somehow they realize that as good as they are, as, as great as they are, it still pales in comparison to this loftier vision. Absolutely. And it actually is effective in casting aside their ego because this is something that they, that they want to be a part of. Yeah. It's, it's not only casting aside their ego. You reach the egoless entity in them, which now becomes suddenly the boss of the brain. So now they dig in deep within them and reach that energy, that universal power within them, and make that as their boss. And that begins to dictate the brain what to do. And suddenly everything falls into place. I would expect that a lot of people, because this is, again, unproven, this is not scientific, isn't there a tendency to say, you know what, that just doesn't work. That's just, that's just not realistic, okay? Give me something that I can tangibly put my hands around. Or do you see that there's an attraction to the see, it mystical is, it, nature? It, it, it is all about empowering the real you. Once the real you who has been sleeping is awakened, it begins to control everything. So suddenly... It is egoless. Suddenly, it is parked in oneness. All their action, all their things are going to be in compliance with oneness if you have this project which is conceived in oneness, which is designed in oneness. You will empower everybody into this. Yes, they may fluctuate from ego to this, and they may have some problem here and there, but eventually... When you bring that project again in their focus, their core, their very being gets enlivened. And that's the leader present in all of us. So it is all about awakening the leader. See, it's like this. You go in nature, 
you find this iron ore, you refine, make it into iron. You have a piece of iron, a bar of iron. Now it has everything present already in it to become a magnet. But why it is not a magnet? Because it needs to realign itself and its inner power has to take over. So all of us have the power to become that magnet. Awaken the leader within you and then you automatically lead the world. Is that sixth sense all about that phenomenal vision and generating the emotion of the people so that they, they suddenly find something about them they didn't even know they had and they now work together as this team and they accomplish great things? Is that what you mean by the sixth sense? No, right. Emotion is used many times in engaging people because emotion is kind of a right brain thing. Sure. And emotion, under emotion, we will do things which we will not do in the logic side. Logic is always weighing gain versus loss. Mm -hmm. And emotion does not weigh that. You can get angry, you can kill, you can destroy, you can destroy yourself. So emotions are used by people to actually manipulate people. Many leaders, so-called leaders, have used emotions to manipulate. So that is never reaching deep within you and invoking the real you. See, the real you, the test, the litmus test is the sixth sense or the real you, the power within you, is always parked in oneness. When there's an absence of oneness, it could be emotion or it could be logic. So when you are emotionally exciting people, yeah, you, you have higher involvement, but it is not the same as having parked in oneness. Once you are in the power mode, you know that you are not this body. You are the same as the power of the universe. So once you realize that, and that realization makes you think differently, because now you are sending signals to the minds that think in this direction. Automatically, the thinking done under the oneness umbrella by the same brain is totally different than done in the absence of oneness umbrella. Many of us are in a situation where we don't have that CEO title. We haven't been an elected official. We aren't appointed to any prominent position. We're just trying to get noticed. We're just trying to make, make a difference. And if we're not tied into the sixth sense, we're making, trying to make a difference for our family, for ourselves, for our, for our future. How do you make that jump of your own being to suddenly become that leader that other people want to follow? Well, it's very simple, Ray. A true leader, which is guided by the power within themselves, is only thinking of adding the highest value. That's the outcome of that thinking. The outcome of the sixth sense is that you always think of adding the highest value to whoever comes in front of you and whatever situation you are placed under and wherever you are. So once you embark on or your focus on adding the highest value, 
you will begin to engage your true self into it. You automatically in, begin to invoke the power within you. Imagine if you are a person working in the company without a title, you have the lowest title, uh -huh. but you are a person who always think of others. How do I add the highest value to this? How do I add the highest value in this situation? Pretty soon, people will begin to notice. Pretty soon, some projects which would be assigned to you, which requires adding the higher value, you automatically climb the ladder. Remember the case of a local company, Lubrizo? One of their CEO began his journey as a janitor. And he became a CEO. It is all about adding the highest value. So he did not have a title when he was a janitor, right? Well, he did, but it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't an esteemed title, yeah. If you are parked in oneness, if you have invoked your power within you, if you are using your sixth sense, you will automatically become an entity which only focuses on adding the highest value whether you are with your spouse or whether you are with your child or whether you are with a, in an unknown public or you are at work. So your focus never changes. If you are focusing on adding the highest value, ultimately you are invoking the power within you. You begin to live in that oneness going forward. It automatically happens to you. Because this is it's like they, they say, if you want to be successful, dress like a successful person, talk like a successful person, and you'll be successful. Mm -hmm. So it's, similarly, if you want to be working in oneness paradigm, or if you want to work and utilize your sixth sense or the power within you, you have to understand what its desire is, what its focus is. Its focus and its desire is to add the highest value. To who? To the one. To serve the bigger one, you can't serve the whole universe at one moment. But you can serve the bigger one through working with one person, one project, one mission, one vision at a time. If you attain this oneness, or let's let's say if you are well on the journey to attaining oneness, right? All right. right automatically, does that make you a leader? I mean, is that aspect of your life, going on this journey, assure you that this leadership ability is suddenly going to flourish? What this oneness paradigm does, Ray, it begins to lead you. And leadership, in my way of thinking, is all about leading yourself. You never lead anybody else. It is because of your vision, because of who you are, because of your focus on adding the highest value, people come in your camp and you become automatically a leader. But ultimately, all you can do is lead yourself. And oneness thought process is the core of beginning to lead yourself. So. You have to focus on leading yourself, not worrying about whether people follow you or people don't follow you. Then only you are on the path of leadership and your focus becomes adding the highest value 
unconditionally. Now, there is another thing is, if you are worried about people taking advantage of you, so I do all these things and nobody reciprocates, right? Mm -hmm. It's like in oneness, this human body is one. If my eye is itching, my finger goes and rubs it. But my finger is itching, eye doesn't go and rub it. But in human life, we ask for reciprocation because we do not understand oneness. Somebody else is going to come and serve you. Your focus is to serve whoever comes in front of you. So if you focus on that and you begin to enjoy that, you begin to find joy and happiness in adding the highest value. That is the litmus test that you are already on your path of leading yourself. Now, there are people watching and listening that are at various stages of their leadership experience. There are some people that are 16 years old and there's some people that are 86 years old. There's people that are executive leaders. They have been through you know, the world-renowned classes on leadership and there's people that are reading their very first book on it right now. Adding this element to it, is this something that people would be more receptive to at an earlier age, at a, at a younger way? Do you think they would be more receptive later? Is this something that people can buy into when they've been leading their whole life a different way? So once you taste it, Ray, automatically, say, oh my God, this is great. And you begin to see, see your relationship at home improves. Your relationship with your children improve. Your relationship with your friends improve. Your relationship, your recognition at work improves. So it is all about adding the highest value. The power within you is immune to death, immune to suffering. And the power within you gives you an amazing power to add the highest value to the overall power which is present in everyone else. So you are all working together in oneness.